Remember the countless stumbles I mentioned in the previous episode? In this episode, I'll share the story of one of my most embarrassing stumbles and what I learned and give you a promise. This is the Prosper Stronger Podcast, a community where LDS women gather to cultivate covenant connections and strive to be devoted disciples of Jesus Christ. Remember the countless stumbles I mentioned in the previous episode? Well, not long ago, I found a postcard that I now have hanging on my wall where I see it every single day. It reads, if you stumble, make it part of the dance. I love dancing and performing, and I've stumbled big time in past performances, like at the state capitol building in front of well-known dignitaries, powerful business leaders, and even apostles. Yep, I was at the front of the procession, my partner and I leading all the other couples down the grand marble staircase. And ironically, it was the very same staircase I had fallen down several years earlier while attending my senior prom. My date said he looked away for just a second and turned back to see that I had disappeared into a pile of lace a few steps below him. Well, five years later, I found myself on the same staircase, determined not to repeat the embarrassment. I stood tall and regal, but kept my eyes lowered just enough to attempt to see the stairs. By this point in my life, I had competed and performed all over the world, on stages big and small, raked and sticky, in huge arenas, opera houses, barns, and more. I had even performed part of a routine dancing backward up a staircase while I was sick with strep and had a very high fever. So, even with a big fluffy beanie's waltz skirt in my way, I thought I had it mastered. That is, until the final two steps. How was I to know that they were bigger and longer than all the rest? My rhythmic and measured steps were too short. And once again, I found myself in a pile on the floor, surrounded by yards of gorgeous fabric, and horrified as all the dignitaries and apostles looked on in pity. Thank goodness my dance partner acted quickly and pulled me up and into the dance within a few moments. Phew, he was a great partner. Later, Elder L. Tom Perry congratulated us on an excellent performance. And although I certainly remember what happened that night, I highly doubt anyone else does, and I'm grateful. You'll be glad to know that I have since walked down that exact staircase at least twice without falling. It's a small accomplishment, I know, but it feels good to celebrate the small victories, right? Anyway, as I look back, I think it was my own fear that actually contributed more to my fall and embarrassment than the expanded size of the steps. I was so overly concerned about not falling that I fell. How often do we do this to ourselves? We focus so much on our weaknesses or how we might fail or be embarrassed that we stop our own progress. We fall or we're paralyzed or we worry so much about everything we have to do, the checklist, that we busy ourselves to the point that we can't let God prevail because we haven't added him to our calendar app. We're so busy trying to look like we have it all together that we miss noticing the shifting size of the steps we're taking. I often tell my kids to, quote, get out of their own way, end quote. I think Heavenly Father must be trying to send the same message to me. He tells us that he gives us weaknesses to humble us, and as we come unto him, he promises to make weak things become strong. Everything he does is to help us succeed, not fail. His greatest work and glory is to bring to pass our immortality and eternal life. He has provided every needful thing for us to succeed in becoming all he designed us to be, and for us to receive all he offers for eternity. 
So why do we spend so much time wondering and wandering, focusing on our failures, weaknesses, and doubts? It's a good question, and the answer seems easy on paper, but not as easy in practice. Why? Because there's opposition in all things, and the adversary knows just how to attack us. Isn't that aggravating? However, Christ knows exactly how to strengthen us, empower us, and give us his truth. It makes sense, but it is still a challenge to maintain faith and trust in God every moment of every day, especially when the world around us seems to be falling apart. And sometimes I feel like I'm falling apart with it. But lately, it seems like I keep hearing the phrase, be still and know that I am God. And you know what? It doesn't come with a tagline that says, unless you're a woman in the LDS church with a million expectations to fulfill and a closet full of different hats to wear. We were reminded by Sister Joy D. Jones in the April 2020 General Conference that although women wear many hats, it is impossible and unnecessary to wear them all at once. Wasn't that a comforting phrase? I loved when she said that. As women, it really is easy to feel overwhelmed and to feel like failures as we start listing off all that is expected of us. But as she also promised, quote, the Spirit helps us determine which work to focus on today, end quote. In other words, the Spirit will help us know which hat to wear, and then we can peacefully let the other hats rest on the shelf for that day. As I have tried to grow into the principle of personal revelation in my life and be more intentional about which hat I wear at any given time, I have discovered that if I let God prevail, He really does help me do exactly what needs to be done each day. And often, He helps me accomplish far more than I could ever do on my own. In this last conference, just this weekend, Sister Camille N. Johnson the current primary general president, encouraged us to partner with God as we write our own story. She said, quote, Why do we want the Savior to be the author and finisher of our stories? Because He knows our potential perfectly. He will take us to places we never imagined ourselves. The things we will achieve as we act with more faith will increase our faith in Jesus Christ, end quote. And isn't that exactly what our prophet and apostles continually ask us to do, to increase our faith in Jesus Christ? This last week, I had a personal experience that literally left me speechless. I know, it's hard to believe. My son walked in, and he wasn't even sure what was going on. But I did not have words. I had received an email that completely came out of the blue with an opportunity that I never would have dreamed of for myself. Never in a million years. In that moment, it was made exquisitely clear that God is making far more out of my life than I ever could have imagined. He is putting people and opportunities in my path that I literally never would have dreamed of on my own. Sure, some of them scare me nearly to death, but I know if I follow Him with faith and put my trust in Him, He will qualify me for the work. It has been a very humbling and faith-filled week as I have repeatedly expressed gratitude to my loving Heavenly Father who knows me and knows my potential far better than I do. Now I'm trying to have the faith to take the steps forward even though it scares me and trust that He does have a plan for me and He will help me do all that is required. I testify that God really is in the details of the details of the details of our lives, and that if we place our hand in His and allow Him to lead us, 
guide us, and walk beside us, He will be the author of an amazing, joyful, and redeeming story for each of us. I believe, as Elder Dallin H. Oaks taught in April 2001, that we are all blessed with gifts and talents, and we will each be held accountable for how we use them, for how we use our time, talents, and energy while we are here on this earth. I also believe we should respect and honor the time and talents of others. So my promise to you is that I am going to keep these podcasts on the shorter end. So short, you can speed them up and listen to a full episode on your way to the grocery store and back, or while you get yourself ready for the day. Your time is valuable, and so are you. I also promise you that I'll do my best to pack each episode with faith-building goodness and light, so you can face each day knowing that you are not alone, that you are a beloved daughter of God, and you do have power, faith, and strength to face any challenge and to make any stumble part of your dance. As you steadfastly hold hands with Christ, allowing Him to be the author of your story. And, as I mentioned before, the podcast will be filled with simple yet powerful tools and tips you can apply in your daily life to help you with the many hats you wear and to empower you to take daily steps toward becoming the woman God designed you to be and to help you keep walking, especially when you stumble or feel you are falling. Most importantly, I hope this podcast will invite and encourage you to prosper stronger. I know you're probably tired of hearing that phrase without knowing what it really means. So in the next episode, I'm finally going to explain what Prosper Stronger means and why it is the title of this podcast. So keep listening. And in the meantime, jump into the LDS Women Connect Facebook group and check out the free resources available to you there. Carry on and prosper stronger. Thank you for joining the Prosper Stronger podcast today. We hope that you have felt inspired and empowered. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. I also invite you to join me at prosperstronger.com where you will find free resources to help you grow and learn as well as join in our discussions where we go deeper into some of the things that we talk about here on our podcast. Remember that you are loved and cherished by Heavenly Father who wants you to prosper and thrive. Until next time, may you continue to cultivate covenant connections with God, with others, and with yourself, and find strength in the gospel of Jesus Christ. 